left versus the right in the right corner. It's heavyweight king Curtis Lewa in the left corner. It's Anthony Weiner. It's a 77 WABC debate. Heavyweight slugfest on New York's news and talk station 77 WABC. Frankie yeah. Valley in the Four Seasons. Dawn. Oh, it's classic. Jersey Boys. Jersey Boys. Hopefully none of them get turned into non-binary status in order to meet the new standards. In related news, there are no, we're not naming our kids Dawn very much anymore, are we? No. but It's a lovely name. You must help me, Anthony Weiner, because that's all I have is this one name, Dawn. No, no. It's not that I'm chasing her skirts. Or that I'm dreaming of dawn at nine. As you know, I got to keep her, Nancy, happily married. But I was told about this woman, Dawn, and nobody will give me a last she name. She has she has some remarkable powers. Some some she's like she like the Rosetta Stone of your life. If you find Dawn, then everything else makes sense. Well, it's a stepping stone. If I don't deal with Dawn, I cannot achieve what my goal is. To be officially anointed the rat czar of New York City. As you know, uh, the mayor has uh, had his problems with his property. He's the owner of a property in Bedford-Stuyvesant on Lafayette Avenue. It's had some rat and mice problems. He's been cited. It's a chronic problem in the city. It is. And it's not his fault. Uh, the lockdown and pandemic of March of 2020, the rat population, the mice population exploded. Because there was little eradication taking place for about. Did you say eradication? That's yeah, very to, clever. To eradicate. Right. Because yeah. you never can. The rats and the mice always win. You, you know, you declare war on them. It's right. like the war on drugs. You never win. You hope for a detente. Yeah, those of us who've dealt with rats, two-legged rats and four-legged rats, we know that. You, you never win. You and can't. the mayor is taking this seriously. He said he wants to hire a rat czar. Yes. He actually put it out there, $170,000 with benefits, certain things that individual would have to fulfill in terms of their experience. And it's been out there. And apparently there was just an article right before the weekend. The Daily News indicated that the mayor's office said that 900 people have applied for it. They're now uh, weaning that down. And they anticipate announcing uh, the candidate that's been chosen very soon. Whereas uh, I was trying to do a nice thing for the mayor first, of whom I've not gotten along with. I think that's fairly obvious. And uh, after getting his second round of tickets for having uh, rat droppings and mouse droppings and burrows, um, this time for $1,200. Remember, the first time he used corporation counsel to fight in in court, uh, you shouldn't use corporation counsel. It's a personal matter. You're the private And landlord. this is the Department of Health. A city agency, inspectors go around. They've been on high alert to give summonses, and he's gotten a couple of them. Right. And I'm with you so far. It's tough sometimes to get access into a private building, but you can certainly tell from the outside. And that's where the tickets were for, not for the inside. They never had access by the outside. 
So twice he's been clipped. First time it was Corporation Council who uh, went in there, argued it. They dismissed the tickets. Although, as you know, Anthony, he basically is the person who uh, appoints the people, the personnel who work in that court system. Who well, but in it. fairness, he also theoretically appoints the people at the Department of Health that keep hitting with with tickets. And it's the same person. Is it way. really? It's a woman. She has a set. That's not Dawn, is it? No, that's no it's not Dawn. But she has a set. Uh, she came back a second time. And in having observed the property, because I was down there with the guardian angels and my wife, Nancy, uh, and our guardian angel animal protection uh, vehicle, there are signs, not just on his property or some of the surrounding properties, but his is a pretty serious problem. So now he says he's going to go in pro se and argue this new wave of tickets because he's a vertical and he's meticulous. Well, what does this have to do with you? Did you Have you gotten involved with this at all? Absolutely. Tell me how. Because through the spirit of bipartisanship, uh, the president of the United States went down to West Virginia and again for the second year in a row said he's preaching bipartisanship. We saw a little bit of that in the wee hours of the morning in which people were giving salutations and greetings across the aisle. They were actually being civil towards one another. Brief as it will be. Right. It was brief. And so in that spirit, I said, look. The mayor, he's got a tough job, even though he at the year end said it wasn't as tough as I thought it was. That's a tough job. He doesn't need to be worried about rats and mice on his property or on his block because it's a bit of an embarrassment because he's launched a war on rats. So I said, look, this is one of my skill sets is criminals, rats, mice. Rats who are criminals. Right, right. Criminals who are rats. I've been a rat. You know, I've been wired up. Uh, as you know, I was a nemesis of the Gaudis and Gambinos. Right. I've testified against them. So I'm a two-legged rat, but it's the four-legged rats that I grew up with. When right. I was about five years old, I was never frightened. Plus, them. being a denizen of the subways, they're, oh. they're your compadres. You're, yes. you're down there with them all the time. We remember the uh, famous... Um, Video that went viral, millions of hits, the pizza rat. Correct. The rat carrying that slice of pizza up the steps. They rule the night. So at 10 at night to 4 in the morning, the rats rule. I don't care. And they don't yield. No. It's like you walk by them, you're getting out of their way, not the other way around. I always said to Rudy, I said, Rudy, you bragged about all the crime reduction, and rightfully so, and you had three different police commissioners. I said, well, who is your rat czar? He goes, it was Joe Loder, my deputy mayor. I notice you don't talk about that at all because he got beat. Every mayor gets beat by the rats. All you can hope is that you can minimize them having the females having um, delivered baby after baby. One In one year, a female rat can deliver eight litters. So that's over 100 new okay. rats. Now we're getting in the realm of TMI. But all right, so yeah. go ahead. But so it's important. Me up. Important. Okay, so I volunteer. I say, look, you haven't chosen a rat czar yet. I'll be the PM rat czar at no cost because you got to be out there at night. During the day, you're a bureaucrat. you got to be at night. That's when the rats are out, the mice and the feral cats, which I view as one of the remedies. And so at first, he seemed to be very amenable to that. And then slowly, surely... There was a little more and a little more and a little more. Can we go to that audio tape? This was on Wednesday. He was at a press conference uh, at the Sanitation Depot, ironically, in Brooklyn, while I was offering my assistance as the PM rats are at no cost to the taxpayers outside of his building, which had been cited for rat infestation for a second time. Well, first, Curtis, yes, I will take him up on his offer. You know, uh, if he says he would be my rat czar for free, 
Uh, I'm going to call him, and I would like for him to come on board to do it. Don't put it out there if you're not willing to uh, live up to it. If you're going to write a check, make sure you can cash it. So, yes, tell Curtis, come to be my rat czar, okay? And he's going to realize this is not a Tom and Jerry playful commercial here. This is real stuff. And so, yes, I look forward to him. I would make sure, Adon, can we bring him on board? He could be part of our internship program because I know he's probably looking for a job since he lost the job that he was trying to get. Uh, So, yes, thank you very much for giving me that information. Now, uh, Dawn, I have no idea who Dawn is. It's It's a vast bureaucracy, no matter who the mayor is. And I desperately am trying to find out who Dawn is so I can sign up on Monday for the start of my internship after I finish my show from 12.15 to 1. I'll go down there in the afternoon. They said there's paperwork. You have to fill out paperwork. And they're going to teach me all of this. Hey, look, I don't have such a humongous ego that I can't sit there and and hear what they want. Curtis, but for those who don't follow the New York Post and your activities as closely as I do, what he was responding to is that you had shown up on his doorstep yes. with a bunch of cats. Yes. And C-A-T-S. Yes. Not K-A-T-S. That is correct. K-A-T-Z. And you were offering to basically cleanse the old-fashioned way, cleanse the rest. So that's why he was asked about this at a press conference. And he, I think the, I think the expression he was going for is something like, you, you can't, you, your mouth, you be better to... to Cash checks, your mouth is writing, or something like that. But he sounded a little bit beefy here when it seems like all yeah, you well, were doing. You, you, know, were... you know what the check thing is, because he accused me of that in the debate, that I don't pay child support. And everybody knows, if I didn't pay child support, it would be the front page. No, I think he was doing, I think there's a joke, you know, your mouth is writing checks, your fist can't cash, uh, okay, or something okay. like that. But anyway, the benefit so he sounds a little bit gnarly. doesn't sound like it's taking up in the spirit that you intended it. Uh, and he searched for someone. Was it a person named Dawn, or is that an acronym for no, some government she was, agency? She was at the press conference, so it is a, a I believe, a female. It might be non-binary. You know, you got to be careful because of all these. Well, uh, before the next week, Ryan is going to come up with an acronym: D A W N. Go ahead, get to work on that department. Start with department and work from there. But yeah, right, there, there are a lot of people who are employed at the mayor's office, but. I have to go to Dawn, so I'll be showing up at City Hall on Monday after I do my show twelve fifteen to one. And I'll ask about Dawn, but the problem is, you know how massive the bureaucracy is. They're going to say, well, what department is she with? Uh, I'm going to say, well, apparently she's in charge of the internship program. No. I need a little more No, this is a – I used to work at City Hall as a city councilman down there. Beautiful City Hall. By the way, that used to be the northern tip of the city. The back of City Hall is all rough. It really is. It's a a gorgeous building. It's a really nice building. It's got a prison downstairs, a jail downstairs, so be careful. I would stand on the steps there at the bottom of the steps. Okay. I would get maybe maybe you want to record this so we can you can report back to yeah, us yeah. and just ask people as they walk up the steps, are you Dawn? Uh-huh. Are you Dawn? And eventually someone will say, I'm not Dawn, but I know who Dawn is. Uh-huh. And this way, you know, you, you you'll be able to 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 find out firsthand because it's got to be someone pretty important. If the if the mayor is putting Dawn in charge of this, this is a high priority thing. You're a, you're a, a very important person in the city. So that's the way I would do it. I well, would stand at the this is the city hall. No, it can't get in yet unless you tell the cops at the metal you know, detectors. No, just wait till the, at the bottom of the steps. That's the that's town hall right there. Anyone can be on those steps. People will press come. I would wait at the bottom of those steps as people go up. Indeed. Are you Dawn? They don't let me in unless 
Can we get into Gates? No. <laughs> Top always apologize. If, uh, Curtis, we have to check. We got a call in. Who are you here to see? Uh, it is a little embarrassing, a little humiliating. But what the hell? Well, you've got you've got German tourists who can walk in, but you exactly. can't. <laughs> I cannot. I cannot. No, no. So the point is, if you can help at least extracting a last name, because you have Dawn. You have better contacts. Oh, I am. I am. With the I Adams got, administration I have, some, I I have so much pull over there, it's not even funny. No, okay. not pull, but just to get a name. And who's in charge? Go I'm more than happy to become an intern in the afternoon and fetch coffee for the various people who work in City Hall. Because let's face it, that's what interns do initially. Right. And then it, once, you've, uh, once you've won their trust and you're sure you're going to be there a few days... Then they start allocating responsibilities to you. Well, he might not have sounded that way, but I'm sure he's very appreciative of your help. Well, he was for the first two days. So day number one, we brought out our two domestic cats, Tiny and uh, Thor. Now, domestic cats can only stay indoors. And they're with us, uh, Nancy and I, in our 325-square-foot apartment on the Upper West Side. And we use them as show cats because... What we want to do for the block and, most importantly, his house, because that's the one that's been cited for the rat and mouse problem, is... And this is not, just for our listeners, this is not Gracie Mansion. No. This is the apartment that he has on Lafayette Avenue in Bed-Stuy. And that's the one, remember, controversial. I lived there. No, you don't. Then he went in. His his son was living there in the basement. Right now, nobody lives there. I checked the mailbox. It's stuffed. So nobody lives there. But the point is, he's the owner. So he's the absentee owner. Like a lot of people who are absentee owners, they don't live on the property. So well, we go there. We have our two prop cats, so to speak. But we explain right. to everybody, these cats are indoor cats. They cannot, they cannot go outdoors. What we need are two feral cats that we will partner up. It's like Batman and Robin. It's like people. Right. you got to find the cats to get along with one another. Some cats don't get along with one another. In this case, the two domestic cats that we brought, Tiny and Thor, got along. So we say, as long as we can clear out the patio, the mayor's patio, find a spot so we're not blocking egress or emergency entrance or exit. And uh, nobody had a problem with that. There were 20 cops. There was a deputy inspector, captain, lieutenant, sergeant. There were foot uh, police officers, community affairs, intel. I even said to all of them, aren't we in a crime crisis? Don't you have crime to deal with? We're not domestic terrorists. Next day, based on the advice given to me by neighbors, neighbors were some of them yelling, Curtis, our problem is garbage, flotsam and jetsam. It made sense. There was a lot of garbage on the street and in the, uh, in the alleyways. So I sent our two guardian angels who are going to oversee this project, Zim and Zeke. And they cleaned the whole block, you know, with brooms and shovels in the street. It was really a good job. The only thing left was to scrub down the stoops, the patios of all the buildings, because they have. You can see there's rat excrement, there's mice excrement. And when it's there, they'll be attracted. Yeah, yeah. So yesterday, it's raining, right? I'm walking down Lafayette from the Lafayette Avenue station is C-Train and bed People stopping me all over. Hey, you got to come look at my place. You're the rat star. Well, I got a problem. I couldn't say no. I, I got to get to the mayor's house. So it took me a while to get there. Once I'm there, it's still raining, and we're scrubbing. It's me and Zeke now. We're scrubbing the stoop. We're scrubbing the patio. No problems. We start working on the other houses. No problems. Then about 530, we're just about finished. We're figuring, where are we going to put these two cat houses for the feral cats? And two cops come up, very nice cops, uniform cops here. Uh, gentlemen, you know this is a private property. This is uh, the mayor's building. So, yeah, we have permission. He goes, uh, no, he doesn't want you here. 
Okay, we're leaving anyway. Well, when you said you had permission, you, you didn't have permission. Though, well, yeah, you? because we had been there the two days before. You didn't oh, have a I problem. See. I see. Uh, and he has video cameras. Got it. He sees. He can see and lie back. He's not alone. There are a lot right. of property owners. Right. So I walk away and say, hey, look, maybe it's the two cops. They're doing their job. Okay, maybe the captain in the precinct didn't want us here. And so I say, okay, Zeke and Zim, they're going off to uh, – uh, college uh, point where they live in Queens, and I'm going to take the train back because I had to prepare for the evening show. So I walk over to Washington Clinton in the heart of Bed-Stuy, not far from Lachlan High School, which right. is where yeah, yeah. Tish James graduated yeah, yeah. from, Rudy Giuliani, right? And I get on the C train. And when we come back, the freaking phone is blowing up. And, you know, it's hard, uh, your phone in the subway. Yeah. When you hit stations, yeah, reception pretty good. In the tunnel, it's not. You will never believe who is on the phone. Can't wait. Can't wait. Drop the F-bomb on me. I mean. I can't mm. wait. I can't wait. Yeah. I can't imagine who would call you. Madonna my. Right here. See, we don't just talk about the news. We don't just give you commentary about the news. Speaking on behalf of Anthony, who's certainly been in the papers, and so have I. Oftentimes, we are in the news. Right here exclusively, left versus right. Anthony Weiner, Curtis Sliwa, right here on WABC. It's the left versus the right in the right corner. It's heavyweight king Curtis Sliwa in the left corner. It's Anthony Weiner. It's a 77 WABC debate. Heavyweight slugfest. He's a bad mother. Watch your mouth. Who are we talking about? Of course, Eric Adams, swagger man with no plan. Yeah. Well. All right. Let me let me just catch our listeners up here. So we have a huge problem with rats in the city. The mayor agrees, says he wants to appoint a rat czar. You being the man who goes into action like Shaft, you go into action with your four-legged friends, of which you have many, and great experience with the underground denizens that rats are. You show up at a famously problematic location, happens to be the mayor's location. Yes. You show up one time, you start to, you offer your help. It makes some, gets some attention in the newspaper. The mayor's asked about Curtis Leo, his erstwhile opponent, but you guys are not opponents anymore. The mayor says he's open to the help, says call Dawn, we'll get John in here. We don't know who Dawn is. And now you're talking about you're there a second time. Right. And you're having some... Trouble, the police department are acting on, in good faith. I'm sure they got orders yeah, to do this. Yeah. Very nice. Whisk, they were very nice. Whisk you away. You're on this train back to wherever it is. Manhattan, right here, to we're, prepare for getting the back evening for, show, for, right. for your, And that's where your phone rings while you're underground. Always a frustrating experience right. because the service is not great, and so catch us up from there. The phone blows up. It's Todd Shapiro, who's the swift healer czar of contacts. He knows everybody. Happy birthday to him, by the way. Right. Friends and foes. And I say, Todd, I'm going to lose you. I'm going into the tunnel because I'm on now Lafayette Avenue as we're moving towards the city. He said, Mayor wants to talk to you. And he patches the mayor in. And the mayor goes, what did I ever deserve this for? I've always treated you so well. So I stop him real quick. I said, what are you, into revisionism? You called me a racist for eight months during the campaign. What is this? And he's going on, and we hit the tunnel. Boom. Connection turned off. Go to the next uh, stop, Hoyt and Skimmerhorn, right? Train stops. We have the connection. Ring. It's Todd. I said, Todd, I may lose you, 
The mayor wants to continue his talk with you. The mayor gets on, and now the mayor is like, I mean, he's dropping verbal napalm on me. You were on my property. You're not supposed to be on my property. You went into my building. Don't you ever effing go into my building again. And then we start moving into the tunnel. Click. Goes off. I switch to the E-train. I come to WABC. I'm preparing. But naturally, I text back uh, Todd. Todd, what was up with that? You know, in the future, do me a favor. Give him my phone number. On his dime, on his time, he can call me directly. This way, Todd doesn't have to get into the middle of this. He's a good man, Todd. And so we have a conversation. And he says to me, the mayor was on the impression that not only were you on his property, which you were, but that you had actually gone in the building. And then he has since looked at the video because he has video, like a lot of people do. Right. And he sees you were not in the building, but he's upset that you are on the property. So I'm like, oh, man, it's like, what is up with this guy? He's got a whole city to run. I'm there helping you with a problem. Well, what? I'm not even giving you an invoice. It's what I like. Okay, well, let's, I think I'm prepared to rule. Sure. Well, wait, you got to let me know who Dawn is. I'm ready to well, show up on well, Monday for my all, internship at City not- Hall. This is not the end of this day. We're in the middle of this story because we have to find out who Dawn is. Yes. You are committed to this issue. Even if the mayor doesn't appreciate, you're committed to eradicating the rats. Well, we did our cleanup. We're right. all set to But put let the me cats ask you, before, I think some of it might have been you were getting disconnected from the mayor so frequently. How did you end it with the, with the mayor? What was the, how did it end? Well, it ended after he had said, stay off of my effing, uh, out of my effing building. And then it clicked. Because remember, it was the second time he was talking to me. Was this, did he hang up or did you guys just lose each other? No, we lost each other because okay. once you go in the tunnel. No, I understand. Right. But And so the conversation ended abruptly and has not been continued since? No, but I f- continued it with Todd, who then, subsequent to that, obviously must have had a conversation with the mayor. And the mayor said, oh, you know, we looked at the video. He really wasn't in the building, but he was on my property. I don't want him on my property. Okay, I get it. But how about a little apology for dropping the F-bomb on me, telling me to well, stay out of your building? Well, what do you, you know, you need an apology because someone uses an F-word? Come on. You're, well, I'm you're not a, a hood rat. I'm no, not a hood rat. No, you're not a hood rat. You know, how, you know, the number one singer, according to Rolling Stone of all time, they had 200 listed. I'm doing that uh, overnight tonight from 12 to 6 to the break of dawn. Is oh, Aretha- you're, you're, you're on the radio overnight? Yeah. I didn't know that about you. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Last night and tonight. But Aretha Franklin, number one singer of all time. And what is she famous for? R-E-S-P-E-C-T. That's all I'd say, a little respect. But basically, I am persona non grata on his property. Got it. But I got to get the, uh, the feral cats onto somebody's property because they really have a serious problem. So tomorrow we show up. We've been evicted from the mayor's property. So now I got to find a new patio, a new location with some of the neighbors, so that the two feral cats, Batman and Robin, can begin their patrols. But I don't. But let me just get. There's so many issues here, as per usual. First of all, I think that there might have been a misunderstanding both about where you had proceeded and not going on his actual property, even though his his stoop slash patio is probably his property as well. But I also think there's probably a misunderstanding that you guys kept getting disconnected, and that's not a great well, way to Well, I have understood the F-bomb, I can tell you that much. And that's, yeah. But I think that some of it is, let's not be too high and mighty here. You were trying to get under his skin a little bit by appearing on his front stoop 
with your cat Zim and Fatty or Zim and... No, no, no. Zim and Zeke are the two guardian Zim... angels oh, who were managed. Forgive me. Uh, yeah. And we were cleaning they had, up. You had Tiny and... Tiny and Thor. Tiny and Thor. But those are the domestic cats. We have to bring <laughs> the pro. See, there are two different I understand. I, I understand. But I guess the point I'm making is that you were trying to make a little bit of a splash, try to get under the mayor's skin. And I sense there might be, and you tell me if I'm wrong... I sense there might be little satisfaction on your part that you did indeed get under the mayor's skin. No. The point is, is how do you declare yourself at war with rats when you know nothing about rats? He said already, like most New Yorkers, he's afraid of rats when he sees a rat. don't like rats, right. He's he's obsessing on them all day. Get out of the way. Well, but using using cats, which is something every bodega customer has and bodega owner has known time immemorial – that doesn't get rid of rats. It just has the rats not well, go to your place. Again, you never get rid of them totally. Yeah. You will never win a war against rats. Like, you will never win a war against right, drugs. Right, but, but all they're going to do if you, you're not doing the neighbors any favor. By the way, does anyone live in the mayor's apartment right now? Not in the basement. That's really, I looked, so, I checked the mailbox. It's stuffed with mail from so like why, six months ago. So why don't, if you really want to try out the cat idea. Yes. Why is the mayor's place there? You want to do it? You let a few of them out by my place in, in, in Tompkins Square Park. No, no, that uh, you haven't invited me. Now you're inviting me. No, I have Tompkins no problem. Square Park. Uh, I, I remember, <laughs> I used to live right across yeah. the street from Tompkins Square Park. But wait, the point is, he has evicted us from his apartment, uh, his uh, premises. Yeah, yeah. He allowed us there Wednesday, allowed us there Thursday. He knew what the intention was. Friday, he had had enough. Okay, so he says, get out. Uh, not necessarily in the most pleasant way. We got it. We're evicted, but we return tomorrow, and we will find one of his neighbors who will oversee the cat colony that we're putting up there, two feral cats. And so this way we can complete the job. You, you can't just do it one day. First of all, where's the sanitation commissioner, Tish? Right, hey, pass the great pool pong, you know. Can, can I have Jeeves pick up a piece of litter there? It's like the sanitation department. But what did, let me. But let's let's broaden the conversation. If you were to get the job as, yeah, yeah. and we've tracked down who Dawn is, and that's on my mission. That's because I, I want to show up Monday. Fill out, gonna, fill out the, the gonna, nine I'm, pounds I'm find of paperwork. Out, I'm going to find out who Dawn is. Yes. But if you want to be the, is your total strategy just let a whole bunch of feral cats loose in the neighborhood and chase the rats all around? Is no. that the plan? Let's no, no. hear what your plan is. You have to find the rats first, meaning you have to go into the tunnels in the subway, which is not an easy thing to do. you got to find them in the parks. you got to find them where the private homes are. you got to find them in these outdoor structures Blairs, now that are all burrows, over the place. Right. No, the outdoor structures yeah. are the restaurant structures. Yeah. Oh, the sheds. They the got to go. I mean, a lot of them got to go. But that's go. where a lot of the rats now yeah. are congregating. Yeah. But at 10 o'clock at night to 4 in the morning, they rule the night. They rule the night. So don't say you're going to declare a war on rats that you can't win. No mayor has ever won the war on rats. Going back to Pope Gregory right now with the passing of this Pope, Benedict, Pope Gregory, he was 80 when the white smoke went up the chimney. 80. He's like Joe Biden's age. What does this have to do with rats? Because the first thing he did was sign an edict to kill all the cats. And what followed? The Black Plague, the bubonic plague. Because there were no cats. He didn't like cats. Got it. Right, to prevent the rats and the mice. Well, what about this? First of all, do the cats, the rats rather, have any kind of governing body? Is there someone you can negotiate with? Uh. No, you just basically, you look at them, and they look at you, and you have this mutual respect. I, I respect the rats. Because is there a way maybe yes. just to divide up the city in some way? You say, all right, you get to keep this neighborhood at these hours. Well, kind of like the way you used to, you know, 
Underground. You see, they dominate in the underground. The problem is when they come above ground. Underneath us, Anthony, there's about eight well, but rats under, I know, one. but, but uh, above ground is where their food is. Well, but they also like to flex. You know, it's like taking it. They're like Putin. You know, they want to take in more turf because they know they rule at night. Oh, and again, this is not, this is not the mayor's fault. The lockdown of March of 2020, there was no more extermination, no more eradication of the rats and mice. They exploded. Okay? Well, something else happened. They had to get more. They had to get more adventurous to find food. The restaurants were closed. People were not in the street giving them. So they had to get more aggressive. I remember when I would take walks late at night during COVID. When I just want to get out of doors. These guys were monster big, and they weren't moving well, because they were you looking forgot for forgot one thing. When the mayor was the Brooklyn Borough president. He put on a public display of drowning rats. This was going to be I his. I remember one. this, yeah. It did not go over well. It looked like a clockwork orange, and he had that psycho look in his eyes. You don't think the other rats realize that? We'll get you if it's the last thing we do. Yeah, cats. well, they, I rat mean, that was, that was in heavy circulation on WRAT radio where all well, yep. the rats listen. Yeah, they were very into now, that imagine, story. He drowns them, and then he ladles them out. You don't think they took umbrage to that? No, and 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 to the legacy to all the litters of rats. They right. say, you know, this this sob tried to eliminate all of us by drowning us. We're going to get him if it's the last thing we do. Right, and that's what they said in their own little rat and language. They can. Right, and they broadcast it on their local rat radio stations they and can. the rat newspaper. And I, I'm the, I'm the peacemaker. I'm the consigliere. I recognize the power of rats and mice. And I'm saying, look, stay in your area. We'll stay in ours. We're not going to use these extreme measures that don't work. Well, anyway. when we get back from the break, I'd like to know if there's a sp- spot for me in your administration as rats are. Because I'm trying to work my way. I'm trying to weasel my way back into uh, Oh, into weasel. Government. I like that. Yeah. So we'll, let's see if there's a role for me here. Absolutely. Oh, this is so good. Me and Anthony, right, taking on the rats and the mice. And even the two-legged rats that we, well, I encourage them. If only we can find Dawn, we can get this done. Yeah, no, that's your job. Dawn, I'm waiting for you. Uh, I'm coming to City Hall on Monday. I'm filling out my 900-page, uh, what does that to give you, 900 The civil page. service exam you have to yeah, take, yeah, pretty course, sure. To be an intern at WABC. It's the left versus the right in the right corner. It's heavyweight king Curtis Lewa in the left corner. It's Anthony Weiner. It's a 77 WABC debate. Heavyweight slugfest. Three cool cats. Three cool cats. And you know the mayor said this is not Tom and Jerry. Like, I know, I know, I got it. Uh, before we get back to uh, me as rats are and all the hoops I have to jump through now, uh, can I ask you about what happened uh, in the wee hours in the morning? Because we were broadcasting at the time, and I was playing uh, Sugar Hill underneath uh, Rapper's Delight because right. it's the 40th anniversary, and also in honor of Hakeem Jeffries who calls himself, uh, you know, the hip-hop potential speaker of the house, which one day he will be in honor of Biggie. You know, he's looking up, Biggie, Biggie, Biggie. Right. This guy went on and on. And then the the hayseed, Tom, what's his name again, McCarthy? Kevin Kevin McCarthy McCarthy from Bakersfield, California. What a hayseed. And he goes on and on. There's little kids there. It's 2 o'clock in the morning. Yes. Enough already. Oh, my God. I thought they was trying to unify. And then all of a sudden. 
Uh, I'm trying to hear, because I'm also doing the program simultaneously, I hear Jeffrey's men- mentioned QAnon. I said, oh, God. Then I hear Kevin uh, McCarthy, the hayseed from Bakersfield, and he's talking about a number of things. He's angry at the Democrats. I think for one, one full day, this unity, right? You, you finally have a speaker. We know Hakeem in the future is going to be a speaker. It always rotates. Can't you leave yeah. without attacking one another? Yeah, that speech usually is supposed to be. Well, look, everything about it went sideways, right? I mean, it's a ceremonial vote. No one ever, it's never contested. The Democrats vote for their candidate. Republicans vote for their candidate. So it, the whole thing went off script um, in a sometimes glorious way. I don't know if you had a chance to watch it. I know you're a radio guy, but the C-SPAN cameras were not governed by any rules, so they were, like, shooting all kinds of interesting things going on on the floor. But, yeah, that's supposed to be the day. Hakeem Jeffries hands off the gavel, says something nice about unity. Then, then McCarthy gets the gavel, says something nice about unity, and then they go off to their corners and beat right. the tar out of each other. They did not yes, do that. that, did, that not did not They were happen. taking shots, although pleasant shots, I'll call them. We'll call them. Uh, they were somewhat playful. Baby, right? baby shots, you know, when you're, you're slap boxing. They were right. slap boxing each other. And, and, and then you mentioned uh, the drama that led up to a Gates uh, I thought we were going to see a scene out of the Ukrainian parliament, the Serbian parliament, the Korean parliament, the diet in Japan. You know, sometimes when they start fighting with one another, they were ready to beat the hell out of Gates. You you saw these muscle heads with McCarthy. It's like, excuse me, gentlemen, he is entitled to vote the way he wants to vote. If you want to lobby him, that's fine. But what was that muscle head coming out well, of nowhere? Okay, I can only, I'm going to read between the lines. That they had some kind of a deal that when they came back at 10 o'clock, everyone was stunned when Gates did what he did. I assume that he was had decided already to vote for McCarthy, and he doesn't. He votes present. Talk about a man of principle. I, You know, when the going got tough, Gates voted present. I, I think they felt betrayed. And remember that in a way it was the entire caucus that was being held up, not just McCarthy was being held up by this guy. Yeah, who, I mean, cares? who cares? What was it, three days of drama? I kind of, took the sa- I kind of took the same approach on my show The Middle today that, yeah, it doesn't matter all that much at the end of the day. Sure, we didn't have a House of Representatives for three days. Sure, we didn't have a third in line to the White House for, for several days. But you're right. It probably doesn't matter all that much. And it was interesting to actually hear people speak from the floor which normally in those kind of proceedings, it's slam jam, thank you, ma'am. You know, it's a coronation. It's it, no, an it's usually a nominating speech and uh, from each side. And, and by the way, it's not uncommon for there to be a handful of random votes that are not for the two major candidates. The problem is this time you couldn't afford to do that. You had to really lock it down. And also challenges for leaders of the party happen every two years. Nancy Pelosi, Harold Ford ran against her. Tim Ryan ran against her. Steny Hoyer ran against her. Um, the woman on, on Long Island ran against her. It happens. But once you reach the floor and the caucus has spoken, you, you vote for your guy. There's no reason to disembowel your leader. It doesn't get you anywhere. Why not? Well, the reason why not is that now Kevin McCarthy, if you are Mitch McConnell, if you're Chuck Schumer, if you're Joe Biden, if you're Akeem Jeffries, and 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 he, and you're in a negotiating session, 
and McCarthy says, I'll give you this if you give me that. They say, we don't believe you're going to give us that because you have no control. Right, but let's be honest. Schumer, Carnation, McConnell, Carnation. No, McConnell, no, no, McConnell, had a, McConnell had a challenge. He was challenged by, by Scott of, of, of Florida. Yeah, but it went nowhere. Well, this went nowhere, too. That's the point I'm making. McCarthy got 90% of his caucus to vote for him. Then you go to the floor and everyone closes ranks. What was it that this, these guys were trying to accomplish except just to, to embarrass the guy? It wasn't just embarrass. It was to actually get chits so that they would be on committees of relevance that he couldn't marginalize them out. You know how the House speaker no, works. The House, the, the, all those, you, first of all, you had two months to do that. If you were going to negotiate, they could have done it in two months. It doesn't have to be done on the floor. And third of all, or second of all, You've got a rule package now. You've got a lot of promises in the rules. Now you've got to vote for the rules. He hasn't voted for any rules. So if you want to make that fight, make it at the right time. This was just about embarrassing McCarthy. And they succeeded in doing it. I don't know how they benefited well, he deserves from to be embarrassed. Oh, stop. He's been a liar. Come on. What, McCarthy? What yes. is McCarthy lied about? Oh, he's promised them everything, and then he's just gone. What happened with the raising of the debt and raising of the deficit? He said, I'm not going to do that. I'm not. Hey, no, we have no the choice. The debt ceiling, of course, the debt ceiling is responsibility of the Congress to pay for past things. But who, who, who is going to finally say no that's enough you if you want printing money anymore okay then vote no on the debt ceiling that wasn't what this was about i understand but he was leading everybody he was packing them up he was whipping them into a frenzy hey, we gotta vote think, for it we gotta why vote do you for think it. mitch mcconnell and chuck schumer bypassed the house in passing that big omnibus that goes all the way until september they did it because they knew kevin mccarthy could not round up votes to get anything done this entire year. So they said, we're going to skip it. And they turned out they were right. Mitch McConnell was exactly right. But what is this? Royalty? Is this a monarchy? No, it's not a monarchy. Like, it's a government. Yeah, it's a government. And, and a minority has power in our form of republic. A minority has its role. It's not a Correct. democracy. A Correct. minority has, and boy, they utilize it to the And they're not the, the minority match. now. They're I the I, majority. I understand, but they use the minority within the majority. But they haven't. That's oh. why they got rolled. Well, you don't know. We will finally No, no, see. no. In September, they, you know, all this talk about spending. Do you know the next time the House of Representatives gets to touch a spending bill? September of this no, year. I understand. I understand. But clearly they had to tell Gates something for him to suddenly come back for the 15th vote. Well, if you believe the what's been written, he was on Fox News before the votes. I've run out of things to ask for. The guy you don't understand, in my view, I mean, it's not that you don't understand. In my view, Gates is not, he doesn't want to legislate anything. He doesn't care about reforming the rules. He's supposed to be on TV. That's all he wants. Excuse me. <laughs> if no, that were if that were the case, people on both sides of the no, aisle would be in prison. No, that's all he wants. He doesn't believe in stuff. What what possible what policy thing do you think he stands up for? What legislative thing has he ever been associated with? He just I, wants to be on television. Well, because who, if you want to get many, stuff done. How many people there want to be on? No, seen, no, no. I'm saying I've seen people the, in the well of C-SPAN with nobody, nobody We talked watching. about that today. But wait a minute. Chuck Schumer wants to be on TV. Okay, that's true. But Chuck Schumer also wants to legislate and get stuff done. And, and sometimes those things go hand in hand. Gates just wants to get more followers, just wants to be iconic out on Twitter. The point is that he, if he wants to get something passed, he made it harder for himself, now not easier for himself. He weakened his own team. He antagonized the, the entire Republican caucus and the Democratic I caucus. I implored him. I implored him. Well, if, instead if, of being a wooden soldier, we're all going to march to the same drumbeat. That's the other thing. He looks like some kind of a hero now. What does that make the rest of the Republican caucus? All they did was vote for a speaker. They tried to yoke him. They tried to knock him out right on the floor. What was that? They didn't do it. Well, you mean the guy at the yeah, end? Yeah, what was that? That muscle head coming at him. What was I, that? I, I, I don't know. But look, there's, there's, um, there's a lot of tension on the floor.
There should be tension all but the, the time. But the idea that this guy's some kind of a hero because he wanted to get himself on TV and, and, and make the entire Republican caucus his kind of like, you know, he's the good guy, they're the bad guy. What did they do wrong except live up to a vote that they took in caucus? Yeah, live up to a vote that would have uh, provided a coronation. I, I thought we elect. It's like conventions. When you go to a national convention now, it's already a foregone conclusion who's won. I remember Nancy, my wife, going to the convention in Philadelphia, being on the outside, and saying, you know, if it weren't for the superdelegates, uh, Bernie the Altacaca Sanders, who she loved, would have been the Democratic nominee. Would have been the Democratic nominee. The deck was stacked. Well, what is, I mean, who is who's the, the deck stackers are the people that vote for this? This is not a Democratic process. Yeah, but you were this, is, this is an organization process. Say, but, uh, when have you ever been at an interesting uh, presidential convention any longer? It's already predetermined. Well, that's because, no, that's because now we have direct elections by primary voters, which has screwed everything up. We need some backroom guys. We don't have that anymore. Right, a little now, bit of both. Now, now you go to the convention. Yeah, I mean, you go to a caucus, you go to a, a primary, people get to vote, and that's it. Yeah, I remember, There's no need for a convention I anymore. remember 1960, JFK versus Humphrey, the intrigue, the we didn't background. We had primary. We barely well, had, had primary. Well, right, but well, you had some primaries. But the point it. is, you need a balance of the two. Why do you have a convention which is a, a coronation? That's what superdelegates are, a balance of the two. After 1972, when, when George McGovern... Um, made this effort to open up the entire, and we got crushed because we chose George McGovern in these primaries. We went to superdelegates. So we said, we're going to have primaries, but we're also going to have a whole bunch of superdelegates who are going to be the thought police to make sure that we don't go too crazy. Now we have a combination of both. It's not a perfect system, but I don't know what, it's better than the alternatives. It certainly doesn't interest people to even want to look or get involved. Are you kidding? It's the just, interest in the presidential only, election, interest is going up and up. Turnout is going only, up and up. Yeah, but in terms of the parties, it's your own little playground. People are like, oh, it's already predetermined. What are you talking What You think what you thought was predetermined, that Donald Trump was going to win Iowa? No, that, that no, no, Judge no. was going to win Iowa? No, 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 no. I'm talking about by the time you reach the convention floor, it's done, slam dunk, it's That's coronation true. time. That's true, because we don't want, we didn't, we went from an all-insider thing in 1968 to then an all-primary thing starting in 1972, and now we have a hybrid of the two. It's not perfect, but each side can argue that they're, the, the backroom deals that led to Humphrey but, weren't uh, so great. Anthony, are you aware that so many people out there, when they see the president of the United States tell a story a week that is not true, then when they look at George Santos, whose entire life is a fraud from beginning to end, and there are others in the mix there, not as severe, as egregious as him, they, they come to the conclusion they all lie, they're all frauds, they all steal. Fair enough. Fair enough. Listen, there's a lot of scrutiny that gets put on politicians. And when you have – I think it's perfectly fair to report things that people say that's not true – I think Santos shows the public reaction. Santos shows there's a limit. Like, we don't want someone making up their Let entire life. This about Look, the and, and by the way, you're talking to someone who had to resign for I lying about that. something. And you, to your credit, you did. Well, I don't. But the president tells lie after lie. It's clearly a lie. And no, nobody in the media, Mr. President. What, and, and, and Trump, look, look. He told lies, too? All the time. His most recent lie was, uh, I was a better president than George Washington and Abraham Lincoln. No, no but I'm, some dangerous lies. Like, he, can, he tried to convince hundreds of millions of, of, New, of Americans that the election was stolen. We, all, we had a coup that, because but, of it. But every week, Joe Biden, why doesn't the press corps, Mr. President, before we go on to this, 
You told that story about getting locked up, you know, visiting Nelson Mandela. Andrew Young says it never happened. The press corps hits him on that. They, that guy from Fox sits at the front. That's all he does all day is throw questions at him. How come you made this up? How come you made that up? And I think it's fair. And remember, this is a Joe Biden who got in trouble when he ran in 1980 when he had that Neil Cunnick thing. I know. Uh, maybe you're more cogent on these things, but I've never heard him answer those questions. I think that they're – I think that's fair. I, th- I think that they're, he, they're protecting he, him. Well, he, he doesn't do a lot of press conferences. Yeah, wow. He doesn't you know expose why. himself. No, but I, but to, to make this a Joe Biden issue is not to be. Well, fair. No, no, I'm just saying from the fair. top, right? That uh, you can't get any higher than the president, and then you get a guy, a new Jack like George Santos. People, they have these. Yeah, things. okay. Here's 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 my view of this. Yeah. My view is that politicians don't lie more than other people in other lines of work, but the 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 level of scrutiny on what politicians say is much higher. Very often, people say something's a lie when it's not, like they just disagree with it. Like if I say that Barack Obama saved health care, someone say that's a lie. I would say no. I believe that's the case that Obamacare saved health care. That's not a lie in my view. But I do believe that you're right. I believe that there's a lot of cynicism about politics, and I believe the media has contributed to it by believing that these these politicians, they run these expensive ads. Our job is, as members of the media is to tear that sheen off it and to sh- expose them as being, you know, whatever. But I think it's totally fair as now, a Democrat we'll, to, uh, to point out things that Joe Biden says. Up next, will you uh, agree to become my campaign manager to become the rat star because uh, – Team Eric Adams is making it more difficult now. I thought, uh, you know, I had it. Slam dunk at p.m. Nobody wants to be the rat star at night. Uh, no cost to the taxpayers. Now they're making me jump through hoops. When we come back, can you finally sort of help pave the way? Well, I can. I, I realize that that um, you probably need a specialist in kosher rats yes. and halal rats. Yes, you yes. know, given uh, and so I I, I want to be helpful. But I I want to first things first. Is Dawn, if you're out there with the sound of our voice here in the most powerful radio station in the nation, call us. We need to know who yeah, you are. because I want to know who I who I go out for coffee to get coffee at City Hall on Monday when I start my internship. As if I don't know about this stuff. But, hey, I'm humble. I'll do whatever it takes to become the rat star of New York. Well, three cool chicks. Three cool chicks. It's the left versus the right in the right corner. It's heavyweight king Curtis Lewa in the left corner. It's Anthony Weiner. Yeah, so we uh, we need your help, Anthony, as a as a doing a shidduck, uh as consigliere. As Nancy and I will be returning tomorrow. We were evicted from Eric Adams' property. We don't have a home for our two feral cats. We have to find another spot in close proximity or it won't have the impact, the intended Im- impact. Well, I've got some more bad news. What's According that? to my reading of the New York City Civil Service Law, the cats need to be represented by a labor union. I believe it's Section 1401 of the Feline uh, the feline Eradication Union. So you've got to ha- – they've got to be – yeah, it's a, you've got to run a union shop or I'm, I'm off the – so I can't help you. Wait, wait, you've got to run a union this shop. Is, this stuff because you mentioned the bodega cat. You know, the Department of Health now will walk into a bodega or a restaurant or any place that serves food and write up a $300 ticket if you have a cat on the premises. They would much prefer that you use pesticides. I mean, come on. Yeah. The, the deck is stacked against us. Come on, Andy. I, I, I agree. But, by the way, the bodega cats are, are organized. 
It's like the Sharks and the Jets, those guys. They, 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 they can negotiate a very tough deal. But I think we're going to work this out. One thing I would encourage you yeah, yeah, yeah. is I would drink the Kool-Aid that Sid drank. Mm. We need to bring you back. You're the last remaining element here. I even heard Rudy say some kind of reasonable things about Eric Adams. You're the last one who still has the Adams derangement syndrome here in the whole place. He was just on with our boss, John Katzmatidis, gave a great interview. So he, I should he, castrate myself. Sid, and that's not the, you don't mean castrate, you mean prostrate yourself. Oh, castrate yourself, because obviously he's a now a capon. Sid is normally a rooster. He's now a capon. No, he's, he is just Sid cares about the future of our city. He recognizes a lanceman in that, and that is Eric Adams. He calls him my friend, the mayor. He's come. He's come around. You're the last person. I think you've got to come. Whatever Sid's been drinking, we have to get I, you. I a tried. Seat. I tried to help him with his rat problem. He had no help. Where were all of his friends then? Sid, you know what Sid told me on Friday at seven o five? Because I'll be on with him again uh, on Monday at seven o five. He goes, I hate cats. I want cats dead. I know. So he, he can't help in that kind of a problem. So you're the only person because you don't really hate cats. I, I love cats. Well, listen, here's um, I, I have my assignment for the week. I've got to find out of who this Dawn person is. And if you stay on your side of of the the borderline there to, to stay clear of the mayor's of the mayor's property. But now the mayor theoretically has your number. He can call you directly to point where he needs the feral cats to, to be. He can text. He doesn't even have to talk to me. That's true. That's true. And he and also we've got to get you we've got to get these cats organized that you have. How many do you have there running around your upper west side apartment? Oh, eighteen. But okay. those are domestic cats. Still you should probably get them in the union. They get really good health care. They get a guarantee. You're trying to unionize. I think we we rescued them from getting destroyed, from getting euthanized at the city-run shelter system, which obviously Eric Adams right. is not into a no-kill shelter. By like the way, John. which is overrun now, right? A lot of the post-COVID, a lot of people adopted pets during COVID and are abandoning them well, now. Well, they surrender them thinking that the shelter is going to be able to find them a new home. That's not always the yeah. case. And yeah. then within like 72 hours, guess what? This death row, and that's where Nancy and others, they immediately come down there and rescue them before they, they destroy them. Yeah, they yeah. euthanize it's them. Tragic. Can't really have it. tragic. Can't have it. I'm depending on you, Anthony. I, I'm, I am on the job. I'm on, I am on the job. I, I, I don't want to be standing outside of City Hall because, again, I can't get to those steps. i got to go through Checkpoint Charlie. Saying I'm here to see Dawn is not going to get me anywhere. I need a name and a title. Yeah. Even though that be some great video content of you at the bottom of the stairs, just ask, are you Dawn? Are, are you Dawn? Dawn? Are you Dawn? And I have to ask men, too, because you never know. In this new day and age with 72 different uh, gender identifications, they could change from day to day. But I'm serious about this. Yeah. If I got to go fetch coffee for all those slackers and deadbeats on our dime who take our tax dollars for no-show jobs... I'll be more than happy uh, to do that as long as I can eventually officially. Well, get let anointed. me do this. Let me search. The my, red zone. Let me search my messages with the mayor to see if he's ever mentioned Dawn. Dawn, oh yeah, Dawn. Uh, Dawn let's see. Dawn, search Dawn. for Dawn. Get a, I hear Dawn as we go out. Please, uh, Frankie Valley nope. in the Four Seasons. No what Dawn. A great song. All right, I'm on the job. No, no, I mean, it's very, very important because you heard him in the press conference. The press corps was there. He, he, he basically delegated it to Dawn, and I got to tell you. It's not going to be easy trying to get through a phalanx of bureaucrats. On doesn't matter who's made. I'm on the job. Oh, I see.
Oh, what a perfect lead-in after Rob Astorino comes in, four to five. And then it's Vinny Madugno who shared the mic with me. I did the disco hour as a DJ. And then Cousin Brucey and then Tony Orlando. And guess who's going to be back? Me, taking you to the break of dawn. This is great. Find out who dawn is, Tone. I'm on it. I am on it. I'm on the Rat Eradication team. Oh, this is great. And you're not going to ask for any compensation, any benefits, right? It's all... Nope. This this is my path back. This is this good. This is my path back. This is good. And remember, you cannot win a war against the rats and mice. Like, you can't win a war against drugs. Don't knock yourself out. It's time that you approach this by saying we need detente. We need peace in our lifetime with rats and mice. And we can do it. We can do it. And if, 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 if anyone can... Tiny and Thor can. Oh, Tiny. Oh, Tiny. Amazing job. Thor, amazing job. Yeah, yeah. And um, the rest of my 18 uh, rescue cats who are listening, great job, kitties. Oh, God. Rob Astorino up next. Please go.